Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, the ESPN app, and on your smart speaker, ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. No Mike Greenberg today, Amber Wilson and Roe Parrish filling in for Greeny. You can give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can also shout to us on Twitter, at Amber W Sports, that's me, at Roe Parish. that's him. And Roe, we've got a ton to get to yes. on today's show. Is Robert Sala's seat going to warm up this season? What does it mean for Zach Wilson? How soon will we see Tyrod Taylor take over the helm for the Giants and in the NBA? The Donovan Mitchell trade market might be finally heating up a little bit again. But first, here we go. Only one place to start. There is only one place to start, and that is in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where Roe apparently... The expiration date on Aaron Rodgers dealing with the development of his young receivers was something like week one of the preseason because (laughs) that's how long it took him to get frustrated with a bunch of young receivers. Of course, with the departure of Devontae Adams, that receiving room looks quite different. There's some vets in the room, but there's also some rooks in the room as well. And so far, there's been a lot of inconsistency in that receiver room. Here is Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback, in his press conference expressing his frustrations. Uh, you know, I didn't think we ran the ball very well, especially outside zone. Uh, thought we were pretty, pretty good. Had some opportunities, a lot of mental errors, a lot of pre-snap penalties. So, kind of in the theme of camp, simple, simple plays. We're messing up. So it's good to do it against another team. Um, I like the energy from the first, first unit, but a lot of mental mistakes. Aaron, what, what does that become a concern that it might carry over to the start? Of the season? I mean, it's good. It's good we do it in practice. So, it's. Unfortunately, some of the same guys. That, that's, you know, repeat mistakes are a problem. So we just got to clean those things up a little bit. The young guys, you know, they got to, especially young receivers, we got to be way more consistent. You know, a lot of, a lot of drops, a lot of, uh, you know, bad route decisions, run the wrong route. So we got to, we got to get better in that area. But I felt like the line, for the most part, held up pretty good, which was, which was good to see. Bro, Aaron Rodgers isn't always known to be the best teammate, right? Like, he is the dude on the sidelines who will throw up his arms, he'll roll his eyes after plays, he'll berate his receivers in the past. I don't know how that goes over with this receiver room, though, when you have young guys and you're already calling them out after one week of the preseason. Absolutely. I I know there's so many different methods of leadership, and when Mike Tannenbaum joins us, our insider, later on in the show, I'm going to ask him this question. There's so many different methods, but taking calculations shots publicly at teammates, young teammates that have zero experience, zero targets at any single game in the NFL. Is that the right method to having success? Amber, I need to know just from your perspective, I mean, what are you thinking? Well, I just think that when you're talking about motivating guys, I mean, it's one thing maybe if these comments were directed at Alan Lazard or Randall Cobb or even Sammy Watkins, which they appeared not to be directed at those guys because those guys are your vets in that receiver room. But when you're directing those comments to your rookies or, you know, a Romeo Dubes who has had drops but also has had reportedly some very good moments in camp too, then are you really motivating those guys or are you scaring those guys because it's Aaron Rodgers saying these things. Aaron Rodgers, a three-time MVP. Of course, he has skins in the game. Very very well respected. Will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. However, 
You want to win a championship if you're A-Rod. You want to go out on top. That is the plan, right? That is what you want to do. I don't know if this is the method that you bring that you want to have success and win games with your wideouts. Yeah, I just don't know if it works. And it's one thing if you're doing it when a Devontae Adams is in the room. It's a whole other thing when you're trying to build a rapport now with a very different-looking receiver room. Here is Aaron Rodgers, the Packers quarterback, on 5 p.m. Sports Center, talking about the trust he has in his receiving core. I feel really bad for Jordan and I because, you know, we had a couple, you know, total mental busts. We had a drop for a pick. We had, you know, two guys running who knows what. On the third one, I should have thrown the ball there probably, but some of that's veteran stuff, making veteran mistakes. So we're going we're to shift that perspective, a little slight slight adjustment here moving forward because it's, it's getting close to that time where it's going to count, and I need guys out there I can trust. Oh, come on. Now he listen. Feels bad. For all of a sudden, he feels bad. By the way, all for of a sudden, Jordan he feels. Love. All of a sudden, come on now. He feels bad for Jordan Love. That relationship has been very well documented. Maybe he still has some scars remaining from him and Brett Favre back in the day. That's another conversation for another day. But come on, man. All I hear right there is. Petty Murphy, Petty Hardaway, he is being extremely petty in a passive-aggressive way towards his past catchers. That's not conducive to winning. It's not conducive to winning. He's also taking out his tight end, by the way, in Tyler Davis, because that was one of those dropped passes from Jordan Love that Aaron Rodgers was referring to. So he's kind of trying to take a flamethrower to everybody as they're trying to build confidence with this room and a new connection with this room. And there were questions like, did he need to be there with OTAs? Remember all of that, row? You know, it's young receiver. Yes, he's Aaron Rodgers, but should he be putting more of an effort into that room? And he's got a month left here to get things in order. But when you are talking about route running and you're talking about mental mistakes and you're putting the onus on these young guys, I do wonder, does the moment then become too big for them because of who's being critical, right? It's so yes. intimidating it, it, when it, it's it can Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, when you walk into a room and you see that this guy has won a Super Bowl, he is obviously going to be a first battle Hall of Famer, you know, you might have some slight intimidation no matter what you did in your previous stops in college. You're coming into the Green Bay Packers, a legendary organization in the National Football League which has the most championships of any franchise if you factor in Super Bowls and NFL championships. So there could be some intimidation when you walk in and see that number 12 in your locker. And then there's, of course, the other component to this story. Like, how much of this falls on Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, do we want to hear this from Aaron Rodgers when we all kind of look at him like, hey, aren't you sort of the reason maybe that Devontae is not still there because you didn't (laughs) give him a decision quick enough about whether you were staying or going? And then after you'd made that decision, he maybe had mentally already decided that he wanted to leave and he didn't want anything to do with this drama in Green Bay. Obviously, they paid you a handsome amount as well. That was going to sometimes prohibit who they could bring in on the back end and so it's always been a conversation with Aaron Rodgers right like he doesn't have the weapons around him he doesn't have the weapons around him. I mean we saw them take Christian Watson in this draft it was the highest a pack the Packers had drafted a receiver in 20 years second round 34th right 34th (laughs) overall pick that was the highest in 20 years but the reality is we always have that conversation and frankly I always think it's overstated because His receivers look just fine. He's out here winning back-to-back MVPs. Like, things are looking pretty good on that front. 
except for this season, I wonder, does it catch up to him? Because now you're expecting him to just do it again, which he is that good. But is this the way to do it again? Is he always the best leader? He may be the best quarterback. Is he always the best leader? Yes, and we've seen this done so many ways. There's a million ways to skin a cat. There's, again, as I mentioned, different ways, different methods of leadership. And I'll point to this. We've seen other quarterbacks lead in different ways. And, you know, we're talking about a number 12. There's another number 12 that's in Tampa Bay that would not do this. I would never see a Tom Brady go about berating and criticizing his pass catchers through the media. Now, maybe behind the scenes he does that, but not in the media where everybody can see it. And like players like to say and coaches, you bring in more noise to the locker room, more distractions. That's not what you need if you're the Packers trying to develop these young pass catchers. Probably not, but also with Tom Brady, his receiver room a little bit better in Tampa than this Green Slightly. Bay receiver rooms. Slightly. <laughs> and one of the reasons, one of the main reasons he went down to Tampa, of course, was that receiver room with Edwins and Godwin. But also, seems like those dudes all want to sign up to play around Tom Brady. Maybe not the case with Aaron Rodgers. You can give us a call, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Chris is in Long Island. Chris, thanks for the call. What's up? Yeah, um, when are these things going to stop finding every little reason to hit on Aaron Rodgers? They, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, all the GOATs do the, have done this consistently over their career, letting their young players know without giving names to the media that they need to step up. It happens literally all the time. People aren't going to play with Tom down in Tampa. They're going to play in Tampa with Tom. They didn't go to New England to play with him. They don't want to go to Green Bay to play with Aaron because it's a tough place to play. It's not a nice place to play. But you guys are being critical of Aaron Rodgers about his receivers. Like, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He knows what he's saying. He's letting these guys know what they're doing. Like, I get that everyone hates Aaron Rodgers because he didn't want to get vaccinated and he was annoying with his contract and his money, which he had every right to because the Packers never built a good team around him. He's not the reason Devontae left. Devontae wanted to get paid, and Christian Kirk's contract blew up the market. That's why Tyreek Hill left. That's why A.J. Brown left. But no one's saying that Tyreek Hill didn't want to play with Patty Mahomes. You guys got to stop hating on Aaron Rodgers. You guys are getting ridiculous with this. Chris, of Aaron I, oh, wow. I appreciate you yeah. for the call, Chris. Thanks yeah, for do. chiming in. Thank, I understand you, as a long-suffering Aaron Rodgers fan, as he is – on top of the National Football League every single year, he has back-to-back reigning MVPs. People talk about Aaron Rodgers being the greatest or one of the greatest of all time like you just did, even though he only has one Super Bowl under his belt. Absolutely, I agree with you, Chris. The slander of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? Come on, Chris. Listen, I got love for you. I respect your comment. However, I do not degree, uh, agree with it one bit. He cannot be the greatest quarterback of all time when you don't have multiple Super Bowl championships now. And and he mentioned something as well, the whole situation with him not being vaccinated and the whole immunized thing. That's another conversation. We'll put that to the side, to the side right now. But you cannot say Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback. I'm just going to stick on that. He is not the greatest quarterback of all time, and we've seen that repeatedly. We saw Tom Brady go to Green Bay and knock off his team en route to a Super Bowl, winning for Tampa Bay. And then we saw last season the San Francisco 49ers, who had absolutely no offense, go up to Green Bay in the frozen tundra while it was snowing and eliminate Aaron Rodgers, send him home early. Yeah, the 49ers are his kryptonite. Yes. Uh, I, I don't even care about the conversation of greatest of all time just because he's always at least in the conversation, right? Like, I agree with your points, Ro, but he's always in the conversation. Is, wait, you can't tell Am- me that we're all out wait, here wait, wait, hating he, and disrespecting Aaron Rodgers when is, he's is he, always in that conversation. Is he in the conversation for greatest of all time if those if, if that playing he's ability— cert- 
Does he's it translate cer- into Super Bowl championships? He's certainly in the conversation of greatest of this generation. I mean, we can part hairs with all time, That's whatever. Fair. Everybody thinks Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yes, I would absolutely put Brady above him, but everybody puts him in that you know top few of this generation. Nobody's disrespecting Aaron Rodgers no question. from that perspective. But don't you worry. The Green Bay fans are out in full effect. The long-suffering Green Bay fan has made an appearance. Give us a call. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Amber Wilson and Roe Parrish filling in for Mike Greenberg here on Greeny. Greeny's presented by Progressive Insurance here to help you score big savings to see how much you can save on auto insurance. Visit Progressive.com. So coming up next, we will continue this conversation and plenty more when it comes to the NFL. This is Greeny. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greenie passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We appreciate all of your phone calls. The phone line is blowing up. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Jim, Bill, James, Don, Bill, Anthony, we see all of y'all. We appreciate you, even if you want to tell us why we are wrong about Aaron Rodgers. Hang on for us. We will be getting to your calls in just a few minutes. But right now, we want to bring in some help with the Aaron Rodgers conversation and all things NFL. And for that, we turn to ESPN NFL front office inside. 
insider Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike, thanks so much for joining us. We were just discussing, Roe and I, Aaron Rodgers, how he was calling out his young receivers for missed route running, for dropped balls. What do you make of him being so public in his comments, his negative comments about his new receiving core? Yeah, everything he does is calculated. So I'm sure there's a little bit more of a layer of frustration there in terms of maybe they're not doing exactly what uh, coaching staff or Aaron Rodgers wants them to do. Maybe, you know, they're not taking things as seriously or, you know, clearly when he said that he was trying to create a sense of urgency. Mike T, there are different methods of leadership. And as a leader of the team, as you mentioned, taking these calculated shots publicly at teammates from what you've seen in your years, is this a method that is conducive to having success? Very fair point. If you have equity in a relationship, you know, like the old expression, you know, players don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You can do that. But um, I'm hard-pressed to think how well he knows these guys. Uh, But, again, I think he did it knowing full well that, it was going to be an attention grabber because, uh, you know, to call people out publicly like that is is so unusual. It is unusual. And what struck me as unusual, Tannenbaum, is that he was taking shots at the young guys very specifically when he was talking about the the dropped balls and the route running. Is this just, do you think also Aaron Rodgers? Yes, obviously he's probably motivating these young guys. But do you think also this is an adjustment period for Aaron Rodgers where he's going to be throwing the ball to some rooks out there, it's not going to be the veteran presence that it once was inside that receiver room. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, part of this is on Aaron Rodgers. He got his deal done in March. If he got his deal done in February, maybe we're talking about him running it back with Devontae Adams in a last dance sort of way. So um, the fact that he has to play with Romeo Dobbs or Christian Watson, I think the timing of his contract has something to do with it. So you feel the MVP, three-time MVP, reigning MVP, brought this on himself. But how much of this falls on the Packers' front office, their organization, for not doing a better job in upgrading the talent around him from the wideout spot? Well, I think the grade we have to give is incomplete. You know, we don't know. You know, we got to see how Dobbs plays and Watson plays and Sammy Watkins, for that matter. So um, we'll know a lot more at the end of the year. But, you know, losing Devontae Adams, it's hard-pressed to think that uh, they're actually going to be better there. Yeah, NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum joins us here on Green Amber Wilson and Roe Parrish filling in for Mike Greenberg. So let's move on to a different team that also has been dominating the conversation so far in training camp. That's the situation, Mike, with the Patriots, because we still don't know who's going to be calling plays on offense for the Patriots. They said that they're still going to be splitting play calling duties between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge right now. What do you make of that situation? Has your opinion about that situation changed at all after seeing it play out in a preseason game I think they're gonna be okay there um I believe in Bill Belichick and his ability to develop coaches he's done it for 20 plus years um you know guys like Charlie White, Romeo Cornell, Eric Mangini the list goes on and on and on and he believes in Joe Judge and Matt Patricia and uh, this is a team that went to the playoffs a year ago and I expected to play on a high level again this year now we got to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Now there was reports that came out that said a couple of years ago and even past he's secured the bag and he's dipped San Francisco 49ers haven't seen him in the offseason. Moving forward to now, at what point do the Niners need to move on from Jimmy G? They shouldn't. He should be their starter. I love Trey Lance long term. I think for a team that's win now, I would keep Jimmy G. With that said, it looks like they're going to move on and I think they're probably just waiting now to try to maximize his trade value. 
maximize his trade value or find themselves in a situation where they might actually have to cut him here in a couple weeks. ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum joining us here on Greeny. So, Mike, as you know very well, New Yorkers, they're known to, you know, slightly overreact a little bit over every little thing. So when Brian Dayball mentioned Tyrod Taylor getting first team reps, now, of course, everyone in New York is is freaking out about the possibility. Do you think that Tyrod Taylor at any point is going to take over the helm there for the Giants? I don't. I think this is just training camp, and you see kickers punt, punters kick, and I think you just want to get him reps with the one just in case if something comes up at some point. So I think it's smart planning, and uh, I think they're hoping that Gary Jones is their quarterback for years to come, um, and this is just you know smart practicing. Well, there you have it. ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum. Thanks, Tannenbaum, for dropping by. All right, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and you can be there to catch all the action live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark and experience every home run, every web gem, and every walk-off. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets? Get the 11th one for free. That's like getting 10% back on every single ticket. From the box seats to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. I told you we were going to get to your phone calls on Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of fired up fans from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and beyond. Row Amber Wilson and Row Parrish filling in for Mike Greenberg today on Greeny. You can always give us a call triple eight say ESPN. Join the conversation eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Jim is in Ohio. Jim, we appreciate your patience. What do you have for us on Aaron Rodgers? Hey, great show, guys. Hey, I'm a Vikings fan, so I hope none of them gets anything. But uh, with regard to his comments, I mean, I think Dobbs was going to be a good player. I didn't hear a lot bad in it. I, I think uh, he's pretty nice about it. and I think it's just a, a new group of guys. And maybe he's playing the card. Hey, if Aaron Rodgers is about me, maybe, maybe I need to do better. Randall Cobb hasn't had a full season, hasn't played a full season row since 2014. Mm. I didn't say that wrong. 2014 was the last time that we said that is a long time. So even the vets in that room and again, Aaron Rodgers comment wasn't directed at the Randall Cobbs of the world. Although I, I kind of feel like the Randall Cobbs of the world would be the ones most apt to be able to deal with the criticism, right? Because they've been in the league for years and they're not going to be overwhelmed by, you know, the Aaron Rodgers by any means. Cop, he's been in the league. He's been one of his favorite targets, over 600 targets career that he's had from Aaron Rodgers. So he's been in that room with him. In fact, we know that they brought him back after he exited as somewhat of a favor to Rodgers so he could have one of those security blankets in the lineup. Yeah, it's just remarkable, though. Like, you're relying on Randall Cobb. You're relying on, you know, a Sammy Watkins, who that comment also was not directed at. But Watkins, he had a career low in catches, yards, and touchdowns in Baltimore last season. A very down season there for Watkins. What does he still have left? There's going to be questions there. Alan Lazard, it wasn't directed at him either, but he's always been mediocre at best. And so you are looking at the young guys as the guys who can take that next leap. Because those vets, those three vets, you're not relying on them to be Devontae Adams. Oh, no. You're hoping that 
you know, Watson can turn into that. Like, that is your hope. And we haven't even gotten to see him play yet because I think he just started Christian Watson, which was their highest receiver drafted. He just started going to full speed practices 11 on 11. He's coming off of that injury. So we'll see coming off back from that knee surgery. But those are the guys that you're hoping will take that next step. And those are also the guys, not Watson since he wasn't out there, but the other guys like Romeo and whatnot, those are the guys that... Aaron Rodgers is being critical of. So a bit interesting in that regard. Maybe it's motivation. Bill in Pennsylvania thinks that we're being Aaron Rodgers haters. Is it just motivation, Bill? What do you have for us? You know what? There's a drought in the whole country, right? But there's no drought like the one in Green Bay. When you think of quarterbacks with two minutes left in the game, right, you know there's a couple that are going to win it. When it comes to Green Bay, you know He's got the Favre curse. Something's going to happen. They never have a lead going into a playoff game. They're always real close, right? And something always happens. It's a curse. And uh, until he breaks it, it's going to get each year. It's going to get worse and worse and worse, mm-hmm. right? And he's not going to be able to talk his way out of it. You, well, you we got to will... you got to do it to get out of it. Uh-huh. Th- thanks for the call there, Bill. You know, hey, I- hey, B- Bill makes a valid point, though, because we're not talking about regular season, and this is a point that I'm going to continue to stay with. Aaron Rodgers, we've seen him in the playoffs year after year. An amazing talent, however, he does come up short. Let's just focus on NFC Championship games where he is 1-4 and four in those contests. The only time he's won was when he played the Chicago Bears and they went on to win a Super Bowl that year, but that's the team that you know he, he owns. He said that in the public. So that's the only one team he's had success against in those NFC Championship games. We can go through the rest of the playoffs, but we're just going to focus on that championship round. A-Rod, got to do better in the postseason. Well, right now it's not a it's not a brag to own the Chicago Bears at the moment. <laughs> at the current state of these Chicago Bears, we all know the game isn't over till it's over. So next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. We are getting to your phone calls here on Greedy Amber Wilson and Roe Parish filling in for Mike Greenberg. You can give us a call. Join the conversation. We encourage it. We love to hear from you. Triple Eight Say ESP. 888-729-3776. James, you're in my neck of the woods down here in Florida. James, what do you have for us? Yeah, just trying to address the uh, haters. Supposedly the, the guy that was calling everybody haters on Aaron Rodgers. I'm just tired of uh, everybody trying to compare him to, like, the best that ever did it. I mean, he like you said, he's 1-4 in, in the playoffs and the championship games. And... Uh, Mike T said he what he says is calculated. I think he's setting up the excuse train for all you know for when the season starts. You know, saying that his receivers are dropping, and I just I'm just tired of the comparison. You know, that's all. I mean, you are talking about a four-time MVP, right? I mean, you're talking about a player who I think most people think is one of the very greatest players of his generation. Now, if you want to expand the conversation to all time, I mean, fine. Like, I don't have a problem with then requiring more Super Bowl rings from Aaron Rodgers. We have to measure the all-time greatness in some way, and I know he very significantly falls short when it comes to both the conference championship games, to your point, Ro, and to the Super Bowl titles. But I do find it funny, this idea 
that there's like all this Aaron Rodgers slander. And I'm not saying there's never been criticism about Aaron Rodgers. He's a player that's very out there and he can be controversial off the field a little bit. But I mean, come on. Everybody thinks Aaron Rodgers is pretty great. Oh, he's pretty great. And and I love Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. You know, if I'm drafting a team, I don't know if I'm picking him first, but he's definitely going to be considered as somebody that I would take. I mean, we see what he's done on the field. The MVP awards, you've mentioned them, and he definitely can – come up big. I just have those questions sometimes when the moment could be potentially too big. That's the problem with A-Rod. I just want to see him win more. Can I, can I see more of you playing at the highest level in the biggest games? Yeah, I mean, speaking of A-Rod, he's kind of like the Alex Rodriguez Ooh. of football, right? Or like the James Harden of football Ouch. where there are Ouch. questions about him in the postseason. That's the criticism. Everybody recognizes the greatness in the regular season, and then for some reason it doesn't always translate to the success in the postseason. Hey, Amber, Since I, I, I got to stop you just one second because whenever you are an, a professional athlete and you get the label as a regular season player, that's not what you want. Yeah, it's not what you want, but at the same time, it has made this man a back-to-back reigning MVP right now. And by the way, on a per-annual basis, the highest-paid player or the highest-paid quarterback and highest-paid player in the National Football League, right? So from that perspective right now at over 50 mil per year, like that dude has, he's done all right, in other words, without the Super Bowl rings. Like how much better would it really be? The conversation between you and I might be better. Like this legacy talk nonsense. This is what KD's always alluding to on Twitter. Oh, my legacy, because he makes fun of us all out here talking about the legacy of these players. That's our jobs out here. But the reality is that man's made his money, earned his money, He's out there winning MVPs. He's at the top of the sport. I mean, really, what does it do for Aaron Rodgers if he's, if he's winning more rings or has more success in the postseason? It does add to his legacy, and at the end of the day, that is what you want. I know KD talks about it, as you alluded to, but you want to be remembered as someone who was a great player, who was a championship-level caliber player and could elevate your teammates and win on the biggest stages. We've seen that again. We know Tom Brady. He is the GOAT. It's undisputed. We cannot put anybody else in the conversation because he separated himself from everybody else. Then you, so, so, so let's break it down like this. If we go to a club, I'm a retired DJ. So if we go to the club, you have your gen pop and then you have your VIP section and then you have the DJ booth. So I would say Tom Brady is that guy that gets the access to the VIP section in the DJ booth. Aaron Rodgers, he's, he's in gen pop right now. He's in the club, but he's in gen pop. I think I would put Aaron Rodgers in the VIP section. Really? Just not the DJ booth. Yes, based on your <laughs> example there, uh, I like it. Uh, I've never been in the DJ booth myself. I've been in many a VIP site, but I've never been that next step. I don't have as many uh, Super Bowl rings. Come on now. As you've Aaron been, invi- you've been gonna, invited to the DJ booth. It's going to take on. a few more. Don't worry about where I've been invited. <laughs> All right, let's get to one more phone call. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony's in Boston. Anthony, what do you have for us on Aaron Rodgers? Hey, I absolutely think it was bad leadership by Aaron Rodgers. And uh, it's one of the things that I saw coming a mile away. And a lot of the analysts on ESPN really disappointed me because a receiver can run the fastest routes in the world. He cannot, you know, he cannot, but he got to catch the ball. You know what I'm saying? A short pair of hands is something that they've overlooked in this discussion about Aaron Rodgers and who missed who more. And secondly, um, the reason Devontae left was not just to get paid, but he wasn't sure year to year who his quarterback was going to be. I mean, even in Aaron's new contract, it's year to year. 
Right, and some of that, of course, has to do with Aaron Rodgers' age. But yeah, that seems like maybe one of the reasons Devontae Adams left. Maybe he wanted to go play with his boy. I mean, there could have been a variety of reasons that Devontae Adams ends up leaving. But it seems like some of it might be on Aaron Rodgers. And so it's interesting to see him immediately criticize the guys who are tasked with, by the way, wrote an impossible task, filling those shoes left by Devontae Adams. Oh, yeah, Devontae Adams. I mean, there's a reason why he secured the bag. $141 million. Come on now. None of those receivers in that room have attained that status yet. No one else in the league is opening the paper, uh, opening the checkbook for those receivers to earn that type of money. Christian Watson seems like the odds-on favorite of anybody's going to ever reach that status. Maybe it would be him. We still haven't gotten to see him play yet. He's coming back from that knee surgery, just getting now to the 11-on-11 practice. So we'll see if that helps Aaron Rodgers out. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
You're listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Roe Parrish filling in for Mike Greenberg today. Greeny is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports. That's me at Roe Parrish. That's him. So, Roe, let's talk about what's happening with the New York Giants because they didn't pick up Daniel Jones's fifth year option. Nope. To me, that was already kind of an indicator that <laughs> they're probably out on the future of Daniel Jones, but fine. They're telling us that they're giving him one more season. This is the prove it year for Jones. And in fairness, he hasn't exactly been set up for success there with the rotating OCs and rotating coaching staff. He's also been hampered by injuries throughout his career. And so they're giving him this opportunity. The problem is, This opportunity now comes with Tyrod Taylor sitting behind him and breathing down his neck. Tyrod Taylor has a a winning record that he's bringing into this situation. And by the way, a contract that is interestingly row-structured so that if he becomes the starter at any point, all of a sudden that dude gets paid a lot more. Because even Tyrod Taylor's agent recognizes he's probably going to get the start at some point and take over the helm for the New York Giants. Do you see that as a possibility here? Listen, you being a lawyer yourself, you know it's all about the importance of the language in the agreement. So that is key. We'll start there. But listen, Tyrod Taylor, he is a talented quarterback. He surpassed his ceiling as a one-time six-round pick. I remember him being drafted by the Ravens, getting spot playing time, turned into a starter with Buffalo. But now he is essentially a journeyman quarterback on his fourth different team in the last five seasons. Now, he's still a talented player. However, That doesn't look good if you're Daniel Jones. As you mentioned, they didn't extend him. That fifth year, no, 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 you're not going to get it. And the current regime has no ties to him because they've had pretty much a revolving door as far as coaches go. So this does not look good for Daniel Jones. And again, back to what you originally stated, that language that's in the contract, something tells me that Tyrod Taylor will be under center sooner rather than later. It's interesting because you mentioned it there. Daniel Jones, he's not signed for another year after this one. Tyrod Taylor, on the other hand, he is. He's signed (laughs) through 2023. Speaking of Tyrod Taylor's contract, well, now New York Giants fans, there's even more of a reason to read into that situation for your team because your head coach, Brian Dayball, came out and he said that Tyrod Taylor is going to start getting those first team reps. Here was Dayball. As we get going here in, in terms of the preseason games, um, you know, we'll talk about whatever we think is best, uh, but you know, I have full confidence in Daniel and, and full confidence in Tyrod and what his role is. Um, each day we'll, we sit there, we evaluate the guys, but, uh, you know, will he get a few reps here or there? He might. Brian, will that be, is, is that any reflection on Daniel? Or Absolutely it- not. Now, he did say it emphatically at the end. Absolutely not. In fairness, Daniel Jones is coming off of that neck injury. He's supposed to be fully recovered from that sprained neck. But again, Ro, we have seen him plagued by injuries throughout his entire career. That has not helped the Daniel Jones story, a lack of supporting cast, rotating coaches, also the injuries. And so you do need Tyrod Taylor just as a backup. You do need him to be ready to slide right in there at any given moment because you are talking about a starting quarterback who is injury prone. However, also, maybe you want to slide him in there because, you know, he's going to be your quarterback at some point. He might be. And Daniel Jones, as you mentioned, very well documented. The neck injuries had hamstring issues, a number of of items that have kept him out of the lineup. We know that availability is the best ability. Now you can point to Saquon Barkley, who's also missed time. You don't have your top number two overall draft pick running back. That is an absolute stud in the backfield healthy. So you can factor in all these things. But at the end of the day, you need to see your quarterback 
elevate your squad and put them in positions to where they can win games consistently at a high level. Now, the other factor in this, and, and I was listening to the soundbite from the coach, and it's like, QB1, everybody wants to be QB1. So maybe does this also serve as some type of motivation to, you know, to light the fire under Mr. Jones and get him to elevate his play? I don't think you could be any more motivated than the fact that you may not any longer be a starting quarterback in the NFL if you don't perform this season, frankly, once you're up against a contract year because they didn't pick up your fifth-year option. By the way, QB1, I mean, such an overrated job, in my opinion. Like, be QB2, man. Collect those paychecks. You're always the hero. You don't have to do much in terms of game work. A highly underrated job in the NFL. Keyshawn Johnson, though, he knows something about being a starter in the NFL. He hosts a little show here called Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. He said that the Giants are holding a quiet quarterback competition. They already got a count for Daniel Jones of how it's going to go in the regular season. They're not going to mess around with him. They're going to play with him for about three to four to five games to see how it goes. It's a quiet competition for later in the season. Not a stated one. For later in the season. Uh No matter how well... Tyrod can go out there and score on every single possession throughout the regular preseason. I mean, the rest of the preseason. Daniel Jones still going to start Daniel week Jones one. Daniel still going to start week one. If he's healthy. He's definitely going to still start at the beginning of the season. And you need him to, Ro, because you need to figure out once and for all whether Daniel Jones has what it takes. And, yes, we've given him a lot of chances here. But at the same time, the O-line was atrocious. He didn't have the weapons. I've mentioned the rotating staffs. And so because of that, you do have to give him some sort of an opportunity to show you that where you drafted him sixth overall back in 2019 was somewhat worthwhile. Yeah, you do. And then – you have everyone healthy. I mentioned Saquon Barkley, who is healthy. Kenny Galladay, we know that he has skills at the wideout position. So, and, and I also want to see what, what Tony does, Kadarius Tony. He showed some flashes last season. So when you have your full arsenal of weapons there at your disposal, what can you do, first-round pick out of Duke? What are you able to do? Can you distribute like a point guard and make things happen and get some scores and score some tor- touchdowns and lead your team to victories? That's what I want to see. Yeah, he has the weapons now. And so this is his last chance as he's in a contract year. Plenty more Greeny coming up next. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also, catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.